The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani, with you from New Hampshire with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, today, uh, today I think uh, well, the whole focus seems to be, well, for me at least, in watching and listening and talking to people, even though I'm up here in New Hampshire and kind of digging into the politics of uh, what's going to go forward, which we'll talk about in a little while. But the border thing is really blowing up. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't get added to the board as one of the big, you know, campaign issues. They say, you know, the campaign issues are going to be uh, uh, on the Democratic side. They're going to try to use abortion as much as possible and whatever confusion they can create with that. And, of course, the Republicans want to run on Biden's record and people, mostly the economy, you know, inflation, recession, uh, the 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 cost of living, which is hits everybody uh, right smack in the eyes, and also crime, which uh, is <laughs> just spiraling out of control. But I don't see how the border doesn't become even more of an issue with some of the brilliant moves that have been made by the Republican governors. I think Abbott, and you know, I'm not a fan of Kemp, but sending. Uh, Sending those people to Chicago and to Washington. And of course, the coup de grace was the 50 people to um, the 50 people that DeSantis sent to Martha's Vineyard. Now, that is precious. It's also amazing that um, that that uh, they're calling it in going to Martha's Vineyard is inhumane. Wow. So I got to feel sorry for Obama every every summer when he spends all that time there. It's so terrible. It's inhumane to send them to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. They just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. And, uh, you know, the 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 the. Unfortunately, the uh, crooked media just lets them do it, just lets them lie and lie and lie. But now here's, <clears throat> why does this exist? Now let's just, let's, let's use our common sense before we get to all the lies. This happened because the Democrats devoted the 2020 election, among other things, to talk about open border. I, I, I won't play for you again Biden's uh, uh, statement at the Democrat convention and his other statements, when he asked them to surge to the border. He said, you can come in, everybody's welcome. And that just reiterated what all the other Democrats were saying, open border, anybody can come in. Uh, also, uh, we'll make everybody a citizen. We'll make, uh, and then, then New York actually went ahead and uh, gave uh, illegals the right to vote, non-citizens the right to vote, rather. So this was the entire Democrat Party telling them they're welcome here. And uh, to, to lie about it is a little ridiculous because all they have to do is interview these people. And you ask them, why did you come? And most of them say, because Biden invited us. I wouldn't have come under the other guy. So why are they lying about it? Adams is still 
making the point that DeSantis has really shoved down their throat. New York, Washington, and Chicago have been for, oh, the last three, four years, for, for I mean, over-the-top, uber-sanctuary cities. By that I mean it isn't just that they let them go to school and, uh, and let them go to the hospital and let them report crimes, which is what used to be the exceptions that were made. But now they get... Um, now, now, or they get uh, health insurance. They get driver's licenses. Uh, why wouldn't, why wouldn't illegals come in illegally? And then uh, the, those three places—New York, Chicago, and Washington—along with other Democrat cities—basically uh, obstruct justice. They don't cooperate with the Immigration and Naturalization Service. So, and Adams thinks they're being forced to come to New York. New York hasn't been inviting them to come for four or five years. He's still doing it. He doesn't learn his lesson. Uh, listen, listen to this and ask yourself, if you don't want this city, well, he's got 11,000 right now, and it's overwhelming our facilities. I mean, Texas has a million. He's got 11,000, and it's overwhelming. Why, why did he say he's a sanctuary city? if it's overwhelming his facilities. Why is he saying this? Cut number four. The Navigation Center will allow newly arrived asylum seekers to access, access the services and support they need, including legal services, school enrollment, and health care, foundational items to help families move forward. In just the last few month, months, an unprecedented number of new arrivals entered this city, over 11,000. Over 8,000 are currently in our shelter system. That 11,000 does not include those who are living with family members and loved ones in okay. this city. Okay, all right, that's enough, that's enough. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you get, uh, buy some time on, on local television in Nicaragua? Uh, oh, you could try... Um, you can try Honduras. Um, gee, I mean, you could try. Uh, you could you could try some of the terrorist places or the cartels. Just buy some time and say, you know, skip Texas. When you come over, just ask for come to New York. Also, you we might you might be able to squeeze in and vote. But you're going to get health care. You're going to get health care. So how stupid is it for them to say that? That these, uh, that these, um, you know, they say they're asylum seekers. You know, only about five percent of them get asylum when their cases are finally heard. They're not asylum seekers. The best of them are poor people that are looking for a way of making a living. A few, four or five percent, are actual political refugees. Probably that's going to that, that's going to be concentrated pretty much in Cuba and in uh, Venezuela. The rest of them are poverty refugees. Or seeking a can't let people just come in if they want to on that basis, because then anybody can come in and you don't know who they are, and then the crooks take advantage of it. And this particular group has a fair number of crooked people coming in because the cartels are controlling their entry. 
So the cartels are making sure they're getting their pound of flesh out of this. Adams doesn't realize the connection between the idiotic advertisement he just made for New York and the record number of drug overdoses that happened because of fentanyl, which almost exclusively comes over the southern border and originates in red China. How did we, I mean, do they have brains? Or are their brains located in some other part of their body? Uh, I mean, it's really, um, it's really unbelievable. Listen, listen to, um, listen to the, listen to Jean-Pierre trying to explain the, uh, this influx at the border. Number 20. The busing aside, how do you uh, Well, again, we, we understand that we have work to do. We understand that. And we have been doing the work to do that. Uh, we have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border and rebuild a safer and orderly process system. Our border is secure, idiot. Don't you, don't you have eyes? Since since uh, uh, Halfwood has been president, three what is it? Three million, we can count, have come in. Now I go back to the the study that was done by MIT and I think. University of Pennsylvania. They use a 50% factor. So if you apprehend 3 million, about 1.5 million came in. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. We don't know what they're doing, and we don't know what diseases they have. It's got to be at least a million people. It has to be at least a million. It's probably considerably more. The, the, the percentage of unapprehended, that we don't see, touch, feel, or find out about goes up with the more that are apprehended. Think about it for a minute. That means our meager resources that are stretched to the limit are overwhelmed by the numbers coming in, which leaves big, big openings on other parts of the border, which the cartels, the, 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 the... five or six main ones that control the main entry points no better than our border patrol does because they are our entry agents you you, you might not mean there's a 50 to 60 percent chance i think that you're going to get apprehended by an american agent there's a 50 percent chance nobody's ever going to see you in the united states except whoever you want to see you There's a 100% chance that you're going to be checked out and vetted by the cartels because they got the place covered because they're making a fortune. They're doing fentanyl with China. Thank you, Joe Biden. Another little favor to China. They're doing human trafficking with everybody. They're doing drugs with everybody else. Just regular, you know, the, the normal flow of drugs, regular drugs the normal flow of drugs. They're sending gang members over. They're sending their own agents over. They have representatives in every city, the cartels do. 
If you've watched any of my podcasts, you can see the maps of where they are. They're right in New York. They're right here in Manchester, New Hampshire. Big, big uh, uh, outposts in Lawrence, Massachusetts, and Lowell, Massachusetts, for example. They're all over the place. This is all Biden. And it's all idiot stuff like Adams is saying. And DeSantis is 100% correct. You want them, we're sending them to you. What are you crying about? What are you crying about? Well, we'll be, we'll be right back and we'll listen to the he- hero of the day. Well, I would put Abbott in that category too and Kemp, but I mean DeSantis, DeSantis uh, kind of got the home run shot. We'll be back in a minute. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani. And uh, this whole, the whole situation is created, 100% created, by the policies of the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. The crime epidemic is caused by the policies of Joe Biden and Democrat mayors and district attorneys supported by Soros all over the country. Almost all the cities setting records for homicide last year and this year are Democrat Soros cities. Some of the states have Republican governors, let's say at at Georgia, but Atlanta is a Democrat city and a crooked Democrat city. So these are not, this is not happening because of Oh, <laughs> climate change. This is happening because they're letting people out of jail. They're not putting people in jail. For example, we, had a, we basically had the reverse uh, at, the, uh, at the same diner that Mr. Alba was at when Mr. Alba was attacked in self-defense stabbed Austin Simon, clearly you can see it, and was in jail for five days, charged with murder, and uh, left the United States because he's frightened to be here. Hmm, frightened to be here. And I don't think uh, uh, Simon's girlfriend, who stabbed him, ever got charged with anything by, by um, the criminal-loving district attorney in Manhattan, uh, Bragg. Well, here's a reason why Kathy Hochul should remove him today, immediately. That same uh, convenience store, <clears throat> which is called the Blue Moon Convenience Store in Hamilton Heights, on uh, August 19th at 6.30 p.m., the owner, Osama, and let me see if I get this right, Al Dahabiani, was attacked by uh, a guy uh, who shouldn't be out, you know, like none of them should be, Ariel Hernandez. Uh, he, um, he beat him, he hit him. He tried to rob him. He grabbed things, threw them around the store. He started tossing things behind the counter. He started fighting, hit, got him on the floor. Okay, he gets arrested. Okay. He gets arrested. He's out. The guy is out because Bragg's office never 
charge him with robbery, which they could do. Robbery would have allowed the judge to post the bail. But because there was no robbery charge, he was undercharged. Now, they're doing this all the time. 40 to 50% of the people that ordinarily would be in jail are walking around the streets of these Democrat cities. And it's specifically because of their policies. This is ridiculous. I was a prosecutor for years. This is crazy. You don't want to, what, what's this, what's this guy going to do, Ariel Hernandez? He'll do another robbery. That's his business. That's what he does for a living. Jerk! What the hell is wrong with you, Bragg? The guy's a criminal. It's the same place. You charge the poor guy trying to defend himself with murder, and you let this guy out? And you, Hochul, sit on your you-know-what? That's why she doesn't want to debate. How the heck is she going to defend these things? She wants to win because she doesn't want you to know her. So she can uh, uh, get the money to her husband for the stadium. Maybe once they get the money, she'll leave. She'll probably go out on some kind of scandal like they all do. She's already got three or four big ones. I mean, she's clearly a crook. She uh, she's, uh, gives a big, gigantic contract to a company in three hours without any due diligence. <laughs> and they charge three times more than anybody else. And they gave her 300, what was it? How much did they give her? 300,000? People of New York, is there something wrong? Is the, is, the, does the, is the emotion of voting for a Republican or all the propaganda that's been fed to you, you can't unravel it just a little bit. I mean, you're being assaulted. Your rights are being taken away from you. We're living in a, not a semi-fascist. The Biden regime is a fascist regime. Look, I mean, I hope you saw my tweet today. They do have one big success. You know, New York crime, uh, I have the uh, CompStat sheet. Uh, congratulations, Mayor Adams. Crime is up 36% over last year. So we have 36% more crime since you became mayor. Thank you, and thank you, Governor Hochul. And this is the way it's going to remain if you, if you elect her, because she's not going to do what he wants. We will be back in a little while, and we'll get to your calls and the mayor's final words. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy, on the Rudy Giuliani show. And uh, why don't we take a call, and then we'll, we'll talk a little about politics. But let's see, uh, we may have some here on, immig on immigration and the border. Let's go, to, um, let's go to Steve. How you doing, Rudy? I'm okay, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Um, I found something very interesting on the Internet. We're talking about the border. Yeah, it's called the simulated reserve and corridor system to protect biodiversity, as required by UN Agenda, tw uh, as required by UN Convention on Biological Diversity Wildlands Project. 
And what it so is, what? The, what the, so the, why don't you explain in English to our people, to everybody? What does that mean? That means we we have to let all different people in. No, no, no. This is about reserving special certain parts of America for only animals and no human use. Oh, good. Well, what parts are are we going to have only for animals? Well, if you look up this map online, you'll see a huge, huge portions of the western part of America are in solid red. And I'll read to you the title of the colors. The red is core reserves and corridors, little to no human use. <laughs> who put this out? Who, Steve, who put this out? Uh, the UN did. The U United Nations. The United Nations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just the same thing they're doing about education, where we should train all our kids to be a little commies. I mean, the UN, I mean, I don't know if you remember when I was mayor, I really suggested, I mean, everybody talks about the UN as a big economic contributor to, to New York. Well, it is actually, but I don't know what the, the net contribution is overall, because they cost us a lot in security that the federal government does not reimburse, number one. Number two, our business uh, uh, centers bring in an awful lot of those same people. But on the other hand, I thought it was a geez, I thought it would have been a great place for Yankee Stadium. Knock it down, send it to Geneva. Oh, by the way, you have no idea how many crimes those people commit. Someday I'm going to have uh, one of the guys on Bernie or Bratton or uh, or Howard. See if they have one of the old – I have them in my papers that are digitized. You can go and get them. The uh, weekly report I would get on crime from the police commissioner. It started with Bratton. It really is good. It was always at least seven or eight pages. And, and there was one section on U.N. crime. Uh, crimes were disgusting. Of course, we know they don't pay tickets and stuff like that. Um, I got them to pay tickets one, uh, uh, at one point. I wouldn't let the, uh, well, let's just say we were holding up building permits for the Russian embassy. And um, the Clinton administration was all over me to do it for them. I don't know, somehow it got lost somewhere. I said, maybe if they paid some of their tickets, and they did. But in any event, that's just, that's just I mean, they owe us maybe 30 million in tickets all the time. Uh, but I, I had it down to something like six or seven. Uh, however, they also you know, can beat the hell out of, out of people and get away with it. And you should see what they do to their families. I mean, there must be at least one domestic, I'm going to be, I'm going to be conservative month dispute. Also perversion. Awful lot of, awful lot of disgusting stuff with these animals that come in. With the UN, I mean, they, they, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, uh, a lot of these uh, delegations bring along these people, and uh, you can't believe the, the the perversion that goes on with them, and the, and the reports of crimes, and the, the police then go there, and then they 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 um, they have diplomatic immunity. You get called there, they beat the heck out of their wife or girlfriend, or uh, abuse the, the children. You can't do anything about it. What you can do if you work hard like I did is, first of all, you can check and make sure they really do have diplomatic immunity. A lot of them haven't filed their papers correctly. If they don't, 
we can put them in jail, which I did. And uh, you can put tremendous amount of pressure on throwing them out, which, which I did with the Russians when they beat up cops. Two, the Russians beat up two cops really badly. And the Clinton administration wasn't going to do anything about it. They want to embarrass Russia. So I made, made a tremendous fuss out of it. You know, Adams, this is what you got to do if you want to be a mayor. And you want to protect your city against the morons that, I mean, let's think about, think about all the nations in the UN. And think about how many of those nations are corrupt. You figure out the percentage. It's a big percentage. And figure out what kind of people are they going to send here from those corrupt nations. The people in the government are crooks. They're dictatorships. They're tyrannies. And they send representatives here. You think these are good people that come here? You think from these uh, tyrannies where they keep, where they lock people in prison, where uh, they're killing Christians, you think these are good people that come here? I mean, a lot of them are. Half the countries are fine, maybe more than half. But a large percentage are dangerous, horrible countries that are ruled by tyranny. Something we're getting used to, unfortunately. Let's uh, let's try uh, uh, Eric. Eric, not no longer there. Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. How are you, Jacqueline? I'm doing fine. I hope you are also. I am. Good. Um, I have a two-part question for you. I know many, if not all, of the elected officials, starting at the local level, going up to the state and federal level, they have qualified immunity. If they don't all have qualified immunity, can we, the citizens of those locales and states and the country overall, sue them, sue those, in, sue those politicians in their various offices, including the FBI, the Department of Injustice, for everything that they've done and the financial damage that they've caused. And the second part to that question is, what about the media? They have been complicit in all of this, and they have been uh, in co co uh, collusion with the FBI in spewing all of these lies, starting with COVID. What about suing all of them? For very interesting. Damages? So so here's, here's the basic rule, uh, except the police have ha had it taken away from them. Almost everybody that works for the government but the New York City police officers, which is a disgrace, by the way, which Adams hasn't fixed either. And it's a reason why a cop might be hesitant, have qualified immunity. Qualified immunity isn't complete immunity. So when I was mayor, I was probably sued 400 times. But three or four of them were personal. Three or four of them said I, I was so bad, I went so far, that I'm not entitled to qualified immunity. Now, I won those cases, ultimately. I, none of them ever resulted in anyone getting a judgment against me. Uh, the one that went on the longest were the police officers and firefighters that I fired because they um, mocked uh, 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 a killing of a black, black man in, uh, in, in Jasper, Texas. It's a horrible thing. And I, I fi they were fired... And I had it announced that they should be fired, and then there was a whole thing about whether I had sort of um, uh, screwed up the uh, 
the, uh, the, uh, the their protections under the under the city laws and the union contracts and everything else. It went on for about three years, and, and then the court dismissed the case against me because there was an independent judgment that was made by the judges. Uh, so, yes, you can sue them, and, and some of these people have gone far enough where some of these suits would be good suits because it, they've gone beyond negligence. They're in the area of gross negligence, and like... like um, the whole collusion between the Biden administration and uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, to censor, and it's coming out now. The hundreds of telephone calls that go on between the White House and these um, and the um, social, all these different me- uh, media. Well, I guess the main, main I don't know, I shouldn't say all of them. They're really just three or four that do that do the censorship, but they control everything. I think that's gonna. I think there's a lot more to come out there, uh, and I think with the whistleblowers uh, that th- that are now piling up from the FBI, you're gonna find the FBI di- directed uh, a lot of that. I'm, I'm I'm certain of it. You just you look at uh, the coincidence of uh, the whole thing with uh, cutting off the New York Post and uh, the FBI. W- warning Facebook that there would be a dump of material just at the time that uh, Bob Costello and I were talking to the New York Post about putting out the hard drive. And, of course, they had my, they had my uh, iCloud. I didn't know that. And when did the FBI go get my iCloud? The day that I began representing Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, as a lawyer. And when did they stop? The day he left office. Wow. I mean, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, I, 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 I want, I, this is one of the better, this is one of the better explanations of, um, of, of what is going wrong from, I, I guess, the, the hero of the day, Governor DeSantis. And, uh, let's, let's, go, let's go to number eight. Biden would fly people in the middle of the night, cut eight, dump them all across this country. There was no warning on any of this. And all those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was. Cut, uh, cut eight was DeSantis explaining how basically this was brought on by the Biden policies and the reversal of all the things that Trump was doing. You just look at the numbers. You just look at the numbers. Uh, Jean-Pierre, you know, once again blamed it on Trump. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, the numbers were down under Trump. They're they're two to three times more under him. They're They're more under him than anybody else. It isn't even Trump. He's the worst president that... Certainly in my lifetime, not even close. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Yeah, hi, Rudy. Um, you know, the problem that I see, correct me if I'm wrong what I say. Um, you know, Larry? there's a cloud of ignorance. Yeah, you hear me? You hear me? I'm here. Larry.
Well, I'm going to take a short break, and we'll find out what's happening. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with Rudy's final thoughts, the mayor's final thoughts, brought to you by uh, Tunnel to Towers. You know that Tunnel to Towers is um, just probably does the most amazing work. At least there's no organization that does work that's more important than Tunnel to Towers. They build homes for our uh, uniform service members who are seriously injured and, and impaired. They build smart homes for them, and they and they pay mortgages for the families of those who lose loved ones in the line of duty. How can you contribute to anything more important than that? So $11 a month, T2T.org, T2T.org. So since um, we spent so much time on the border, and uh, as we should, because I think it is dominating uh, right now what's going on because it's such an um, integral part of the breakdown of our cities. And uh, uh, it was being isolated really in three or four states. And what the governors did, Abbott Kemp and uh, DeSantis, is to make America now aware of it because because we have a crooked media, it isn't covered really uh, except for maybe, uh, of course, you hear about it on WABC and you hear about it on a few of the television networks, that you, they, uh, a few of the television cable uh, networks that you, you know of and, and then a lot of the conservative talk people. But you, you don't get it on 80% of uh, television. There's very little coverage of the crisis at the border. Uh, and, and, and the direct connection to the Biden policies in which he invited the people to come in illegally, as Adams is doing right now. He's invited, but, but he doesn't have the resources. I mean, don't the two things go together here? I mean, how, how, do, you, how, how do you say, come to New York, now you've got 11,000 and uh, you're crying because you're overloaded. And you're blaming it on... I guess he's blaming it on Abbott, but Abbott's not letting them in. And uh, the mayor of Washington wants the National Guard. She didn't want the National Guard for January 6th, but she wants the National Guard now. Well, let's talk about the election because um, it's becoming enormously uh, uh, complicated and it's going to be Big, big money trying to uh, propagandize you as much as possible. But, but you look at the condition of the United States of America right now, and it's tragic. It's tragic. And 65 to 70 percent of the people, at least in this country, believe that we're going in the wrong direction. Well, there's one party in charge. We're a one-party state right now. And we're being ruled as if we were a one-party state in a fascist, uh, with fascist policies in place, like ar- arresting people for political reasons, which is going on uh, constantly now. I mean, it's really amazing. Uh, crime is up 36% overall in Chicago. Crime is up 36% in New York. 
Crime is going through the roof in Philadelphia. But I'll tell you what, what got reduced. Pillow fights were reduced when the FBI bravely sent out special agents to arrest Mr. Pillows. I'm sure it's reduced the number of pillow fights. They really are corrupt. Well, they didn't arrest him. They uh, took his phone and they, um, I guess they served him a subpoena. Have they raided his house yet? I don't know. I don't remember if they've raided Mike Lindell's house. They've raided just about everybody else's house. Remember 50, 60 people who know Trump, you know, all got subpoenas. Uh, this is, this is, I think, the closest that we've ever come in this country uh, to, uh, to a form of authoritarianism or fascism or uh, disregard for rights that, than we've ever had. That's why this election is so important. It's so important. You look at, you look at the guy in Pennsylvania, Fetter, Fetter, um, Fetterman, I mean, uh, put aside the illness part. I, uh, I don't get it. The guy can't talk. How is he going to be a senator? But okay. I mean, the, the guy in the White House can't think, and he's the president. You see what he This guy was in favor of defunding the police. He's got a, like a 50% target for letting people out of jail. He totally supports Krasner, the DA in Philadelphia, who... Even the local Democrat Party wants out because crime has gone up through the roof under him. Right now, there are more murders in Philadelphia than New York and Chicago combined. And Philadelphia is one-eighth the size of New York. And Fetterman is an ally of Krasner. So is Shapiro, the guy that Oz is running against. They, they, uh, uh, Krasner has cut down the prosecutions there by 60%. The police, he, 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 he throws out more of the police cases than he brings. And crime, last year, Philadelphia set a record for murders ever, ever, ever in the history of Philadelphia. And the people of Pennsylvania want to keep the Democrat, the Democratic, uh, uh, administration that brought this about? Well, how about New York? You're going to keep Hochul? She, he won't even debate she, she won't even debate Zeldin. I mean, at 35, 36% increase in crime. I keep blaming it on Adams. And I think Adams gets some of the blame. I think Adams should do more to pressure her. But really, it's Hochul that should get the blame. Because the reason Adams is, has these numbers, not the sole reason, but the biggest one. Because let's face it, it's, the same, it's almost exactly the same percent in Chicago of overall crime. 36% in Chicago, 33% in New York. And they got, they got a governor who's a nitwit, I'm a complete nitwit. I mean, I, he's, I think he has a brain, but I'm not sure. But they also have... A Soros bought and paid for anti-anti uh, anti, uh, uh, anti-government or anti-innocent uh, people prosecutor, pro-criminal prosecutor. That man, she's awful. Like Bragg. 
So the only way you're going to change that is to elect Republicans. Zeldin will get rid of Bragg, you can be sure. You can be sure. Somebody should get rid of him today for what he did with the, uh, with the, with the, with the convenience store. Somebody should, uh, today, he should be removed by the governor by letting the guy who went in there, did the robbery, beat the guy up, beat the owner up. Uh, maybe he's the new owner. Mr. Alba went back to the, imagine, went back to the Dominican Republic. They got a lot of crime in the Dominican Republic, but he feels safer there. Only way you're going to change this is not calling me up or Greg Kelly or or uh, or or John Castamati. It's voting, vote, vote, vote. Well, we'll be back on Monday. Don't forget uncovering the truth on Sunday with Dr. Maria. We got a lot to cover there. God bless you, and God bless America. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.